Hey guys, thank you for joining us for another one of our weekly devotionals. And I've been kind of hitting on this series talking about offering and, you know, is offering worship, offering as a meeting place. And today I want to talk about the power of giving offering, the power of offering. Because there is, you know, when we, when we give to the Lord, when we give to God, it gets his attention. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that he doesn't care about or, you know, he's like, ah, whatever, they're just giving another gift or anything like that. It's something that's really, really important to God when we come and we give offerings to him, you know, and I want to kind of hit on that and show examples throughout scripture where people gave an offering and to show how it got God's attention. You know, he noticed it. It's not something that he doesn't, you know, it's not something that he takes lightly. It's not something that he doesn't pay attention to. When we come to God and we give with a heart, a cheerful, willing heart, and we give our offerings to him, he notices it. He remembers it. He's like, hey, he, you know, it, it sticks out to him because it means something to him. It's valuable. And I want to show this through scripture. So the first story I want to look at is in Luke 21, 1 through 4. And I want to talk about this. And in Luke 21, 1 through 4, it's, it's a story of the widow and her, her mites. And I'll, I'll read this. And it says, And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, Truly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these put out of their abundance have put the offering for God. But she, out of her poverty, put in all the livelihood that she had. So what's that showing? It's showing that it got her giving got Jesus's attention because she was giving out of her heart. She was giving something that meant something. She was giving in faith. She was giving in expectancy. And when she gave, it was just two mites. So it wasn't a lot. She didn't give a lot, but she gave something of value to her, something that meant something to her. And when she gave that, Jesus pointed it out. He said, look, you have all these other people giving out of their abundance. They're giving to show off. They're just giving just to give. But she's doing it out of a heart. That's for me. She's doing it in faith. And it got his attention. And we can see another example of where giving got God's attention in Matthew 26. So Matthew 26, 7 through 13. I'm going to read this passage here. And it says, And a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant saying why this waste for this fragrant oil may have been sold for so much more and given to the poor but when Jesus was aware of it he said to them why do you trouble the woman for she has done a good work for me for you have the poor with you always but me you do not always have for in pouring this fragrant oil on my body she did it for my burial and assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, this woman, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. So Jesus noticed it. You know, the disciples, they saw her giving, they saw her pouring out this oil over Jesus and they were mad. They're like, she, she, why is she doing this? She could sell this and give it to the poor. This could be used for so much other stuff. Why is she giving it to God? You know, that's not important. You know, you could do other things with what you're giving. And a lot of times that's, you know, what the devil will try to tell us, especially if we're, we're struggling in an area of, you know, giving our offerings or giving tithes. And we come into the church and we're like, well, I could give this 
this to the church, but you know, I could use it on this. I could give it to this thing. I could use it for this bill. I could go and, and do it with this other thing for somebody else. And we think of all these other things that we could be doing with this money when we could be giving it to God, you know, instead of giving it to God. But this, this lady, this, this woman, she took something that was very precious to her, very, very expensive. You know, I think it says it's about, the, the Bible says it's uh, equivalent almost to a year's worth of wages. So that's if you saved up, every, you know, a lot of what you had for an entire year, took all of that and just gave it. That's, that's what she gave. So, but Jesus, he said, no, this was important. This was valuable. And it, it got his attention. And he said, not only did it get his attention, but he's like, this story, you know, as long as the gospel's preached, as long as every, you know, the things are talked about from the Bible, he said, her story is going to be told. And it's still told today. You know, we, over and over, you'll hear other ministers talk about this woman in her alabaster box. Because he says, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman's done will also be told. So it had an impact in God. You know, Jesus, he noticed it. He, he didn't shoo her away. He, he didn't say, oh, okay, she's giving something or, or agree with his disciples. He said, no, what she's doing is something precious. What she's doing is priceless. What she's doing is greater than what you could think any of these other things you could have been, you know, this, this box could have been used for. What she's doing now in this moment and honoring me and giving this to me is greater than anything else she could have done with this money or with, with the worth of this alabaster box because he acknowledges it. See, when we give, it gets God's attention. He acknowledges us. It's not, you know, sometimes when we give, and I want to talk about too, giving with the right heart motive. We give with love. We give to honor. We give in faith. And when we give that way, it gets God's attention. And I want to give another example in Acts 10. You can go to Acts 10, one through six, and I'll go and read that to you too. So Acts 10, 1, it says there was a centurion man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to them, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner whose house is by the sea, and he will tell you what you must do. So what can we learn in this passage? Cornelius was a faithful man. It says he was faithful in giving and he was faithful in prayers. And the Bible tells us here that the angel said that his alms came up as a memorial before God. You know, when we have memorials, it's something we erect so we don't forget something. You know, you'll have historical memorials or you might have memorial buildings that are there to teach or talk about something that had happened in history. So we don't forget. That's what a memorial's for. It's to be something that's placed, that's supposed to you know, last for long, long, long amounts of time so that we never forget what had happened. We never forget what was done. So when we give, it says it became a memorial to God. So God remembers all of our giving. He remembers everything we get. When we do it out of a pure heart, when we do it in faith, he's, he remembers it. It gets his attention.
which is really cool if you think about that. Because a lot of times, you know, sometimes we think, well, he's the God of the universe. You know, why is he going to pay attention to me? Why is my giving important? What does it even matter? There's other people who do it. Will other people do that kind of stuff? I don't have to do that or whatever. But we can realize that when we do, it gets God's attention. He notices it. He's like, look, this person's giving. This, I'm going to set up a memorial for them. It touches God's heart. He recognizes it. It doesn't go, you know, unnoticed. And this is so important because when God sees our giving, we can see that God responds with power to our giving. When we give in faith, when we give in love, when we get out, give out of honor and obedience to God's word, he will respond with power. And we can see this happen throughout the entire Bible over and over and over again. For example, this instance with Cornelius, it said God, he, his memorial went up. He told him, go find Simon, whose surname is Peter. Go find Simon. Go find Peter. And when Peter came to his household, he was baptized in the Holy Spirit with power. He received the power of God. He received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He received salvation. And this was such a huge deal for Peter because at that time, only the Jews, you know, in his mind, only the Jews received salvation. Only the Jews received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Cornelius was a Roman. He was a Roman man. He was a Gentile. But because he honored God, because he, he prayed to God, because he gave to God, God said, I remember this man and I'm going to pour my power out on Cornelius's household. And that's what happened because he got God's attention with his giving. And when he did that, God gave him, you know, he, he received salvation. He received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with power. We can see another example of this in First Kings. First Kings 18. If we go to 1 Kings 18.36, and this is the story of Elijah. When he comes through and, you know, he tells the prophets, he tells King Ahab to bring all the prophets of Baal up because they're going to make an offering to their gods. So the prophets of Baal are going to make an offering to their gods, and Elijah was going to make an offering to, to our God, you know, the God of the universe. And he said, I'm going to make an offering. You guys make an offering. And whichever God responds will be the true God. So it talks about how they, they made their offering. All the prophets of Baal, they made their offering. And they're sitting there and they're chanting all day long, all morning, all the way to the evening, chanting, crying, praying. It says they were cutting themselves so they were bleeding, trying to do everything they could to try and get their God's attention and to get him to respond to their offering. And it says after, you know, the whole day, it was getting into the evening time. And this is when Elijah said, OK, well, it's my time to make my sacrifice. I'm going to give my offering to God. So if we go to First Kings 1836, it reads. And it came to pass at that time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah, the prophet, came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you and you have turned their hearts back to you again. And then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked it up, the water that was in the trench. And now when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, he, the Lord, he is God and he is God. 
So what happened was God responded to their sacrifice. And you can go back and see in 1824, he said, then you will call the name of your gods and I will call the name of my God. And he is a God who answers by fire. He is God. So we can see that God answers us. When we, when we present our offerings, just as Elijah presented his offering before God, God responded with power. He responded with his, his fire. He sent it down, consumed it, proving that he was the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. So when we give our offerings, we can give in faith with an expectation to know that God will see it. He notices it and he responds with power. And I want to show, you know, give you another example of him responding to our givings. In 2 Kings 4 or 8, there's another story in the Bible I'm going to take you to. So 2 Kings 4 or 8, and it says, Now it happened on the day that Elijah went to Shuman, there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in and eat some food. And she said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small room on the wall and let us put a bed up for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he whenever he comes to us, he can turn in here. And then it happened one day they came there and they turned into the upper room to lay down. And he said to his servant, Gehazi, call the Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him and he said to him, say now to her, look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of this army? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, so what can be done for her? And the Gehazi answered and said, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway and he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, just of which Elijah had told her. So you see this woman, she, she took time out to honor this man of God, to honor this prophet. She built a house, uh, an extra room for him to stay. She would feed him. What was she doing? She was giving. She was giving an offering. She was giving time. She was giving of her resources to this man of God. And it got his attention and it brought power into her household because God gave her a miracle where she was able to conceive a son. And the last example I want to give you, because there's so, so many, I could probably spend, <laughs> you know, an entire hour's worth going through every story in the Bible, looking at every time someone has given an offering to the Lord and seeing power, his power in response, him, his response to their offerings, to their faith when they reach out to him and they give them what they have. And we can see another example of this in John 6. 1 through 14 is the story of Jesus multiplying the bread, the fish and the bread, because they didn't have enough. And, you know, it's, it was a Passover and all these people were coming to Jesus because he was doing miracles. He was teaching. And it says in uh, John 6, 4, it says, Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that the, these may eat? But he said this to test them, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him. He said, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may still then only have a little. 
And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? And we know that Jesus had everybody sit down and he took those five loaves and those two small fish. He prayed for them. He blessed them and they broke it and gave it to all the people. And everybody fed, got, got fed and they even had a lot left over. So we can see that what happened, this kid came with his offering. He came with just a, a few small loaves of bread and some fish. That's all he had, but he gave it to God. He gave it to Jesus as an offering. And Jesus answered with him, responded with power and took that little that that little boy had and turned it into so much more. You see, when we trust God with our finances, when we trust God to give, we can expect have in faith and expectancy that he's going to respond in power. We're going to see things multiply in our lives. We'll see breakthrough in our lives. We'll see him respond in turn because he is a good God. And the biggest thing we need to look at what I want to close on is talking about checking our heart. When we give, when we give our offerings to God, when we give to him, we want to give out of love. We give out of honor. We give out of a respect towards God, out of obedience. But we give with faith and expectation as well. You know, a lot of people, they, they kind of get this confused because... It's not like a, I scratch your back, you scratch my back kind of thing. Or the, I'm giving only because I have to have this thing and I'm going to get it because I'm, you know, trying to twist God's arm to get him to give me something by my offering or whatever. It's no, I'm giving in faith and expectancy that I'm going to see God's power move in my life. I'm giving with faith and expectancy that I'm going to see change because I know that when I give with a cheerful heart, I know when I give out of obedience, I know when I give in faith with expectancy, it will get God's attention. And when I get his attention, I will receive and see his power work in my life because we can see in the Bible over and over and over again, how when people came to him with offerings, he responded with power. So that's what we've got to see. You know, Hebrews eleven six. it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So we've got to give in faith. We have to have faith. We have to have expectancy, you know, not manipulation, not uh, we'll see what, you know, not not like trying to twist God's arm, not resentment, not uh, I just have whatever's left over here, some pocket change. Let me just throw it in there and I'll just give what I have, you know, no giving with faith and expectancy. That's what gets his attention. And when we give with faith and when we give with expectancy, when we give with something that has value to us, it gets God's attention attention and he responds with power. And in Matthew 21, 22, it says, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So I really want to encourage you guys, build up your faith today when it comes to your giving in your normal life. You know, when you give offerings, when you give tithes, when you give to bless the Lord, say, God, I want to do this because I want to be obedient, but I'm also going to attach faith and expectancy to my tithes, faith and expectancy to my giving, because I know that you'll notice it and I know that you'll respond with power. Again, thank you so much for watching this broadcast today. I hope it was a blessing to you. You have a good one. God bless you.